JMV here with Brian Kahn from Floors to Your Home. Fans, if you're shopping for flooring of any kind, you need to check these guys out. You're going to have the most incredible, totally hassle-free shopping experience ever. JMV, we really appreciate you saying that. That's our goal every day, to offer our customers a quick, easy, and hassle-free experience at all of our Floors to Your Home locations. Fans, it works like this. You see the product you like. It's going to be cheaper than anywhere else. That's for sure. Then you can immediately take it home with you or have it installed. That's right. No hassle, no special order. Just see it, buy it, and take it home, or have it installed. Like three rooms of hardwood, laminate, or waterproof flooring starting at just 349 and they have everything in stock. I'm doing my whole house, and believe me, this is the best shopping experience you'll ever have. Three convenient locations, Avon, Noblesville, and Brookville Road. Who gives the quickest, easiest, and most hassle-free buying experience? Floors to your home. That's who. Andy Moore, Automotive Group Potline. He is the number four selection first round by the Colts. He is the quarterback out of Florida. He'll wear number five. Anthony Richardson joins us. Anthony, it is fantastic to have you on the show. How are you? Good. I appreciate you having me on. Man, you're not allowed to have a better voice than the host here, by the way, too. Come on, man. Come on. Just already. Out of the gate already. Hey, I'm, I am curious. It looked like last night, I was just going by your reaction, that that was a surprise to you. Was it as surprising to you that the Colts drafted you there as it looked, or was that just kind of the emotion that was coming out of you at that moment? You know, it was a little bit of both. You know, I wasn't more so surprised, and I was more so relieved. You know, uh, I was excited to, you know, be a, be a part of this franchise, you know, be a Colt. And I was just, you know, thankful that they, you know, believed in me and trusted in me enough to, you know, pick me that early. So I'm, I was definitely excited. When the night began, did you think that that was going to be your spot at number four with the Colts? Or it's, in some way, even if they had to trade up, and I know Chris Ballard mentioned that last night, that they, they certainly had kind of thought about that if they needed to. But did you think that this was going to be your destination at the end of the night? Honestly, I didn't know where my destination was going to be. You know, I kind of had ideas and hopes that I would end up here. Um, but I didn't know what was going to happen with any of the teams. You know, I don't think anybody did. But well, once I got that call, you know, it solidified everything for me, and I was definitely, you know, thankful and appreciative. This is Anthony Richardson of the Colts with us. I certainly know what Chris Ballard and Shane Steichen thought about you. I'm, I'm curious with those early meetings you had, the one-on-ones, the workouts, your, your pro day, all this involved. What did you think about the Colts' presence and the Colts' leadership from what you gathered when you first met with them? You know, I, I know that they're, they're strictly about their business. You know, they're going to work hard, you know, uh, and they respect their places. And I definitely appreciate that. Um, when I left my 30 visit from here, you know, I didn't want to – I didn't realize I wanted to be a better person just by leaving this visit. You know, talking to Chris Ballard, you know, he, he opened up my eyes and gave me a different perspective on, on work and how, how you still work and go about things. And once I left here, I'm like, bro, I, I got to be better. And, you know, now I'm just thankful that they believed in me and trusted in me. Yeah, what what exactly? You don't have to tell me exactly what he says throughout. But what were some of the the major points that both he and your head coach made in, in those one and ones with you that really struck you uh, as as a person and really thought, you know what, I'd love to play for that organization, in Indy. You know, they told me they were like it's going to take a lot of work, and I understood that. But you know, the way they were talking about it. You know, they were letting me know that, that they did like me and they were thinking about drafting me, but they weren't going to just draft me because they liked me. You know, I had to be you know, willing to put the work in and put the time in to actually want to be better. And that really opened my eyes to the way I should go about this game and go about this process. So, 
once I realized they were going to pick me, you know, it, it definitely opened my eyes and, and let me know that they believed in me and that I would put the work in. He is Anthony Richardson, the Colts quarterback, with us. Uh, your head coach is all ball. He's been on the show, and, and literally, if you're not talking football, he really doesn't have a lot of time for you. I respect that a great deal. Um, or, how are you in that category? You seem like a very personable uh, young man here. Um, are you as all ball, it seems, maybe in the same category as your head coach? Uh, not yet. You know, I want to get to that <laughs> point, though. You know, get to that point where we, we can't just talk all ball and, and it just flows naturally. Yeah. It, you're 20 years old. Um, I thought about this when I was 20. There was no way in the world I'd be ready for any of this. I mean, not even a sliver of this. Are you at all overwhelmed right now, considering what you're going through? You got all this going on. I'm assuming you got to go meet with Jim Irsay right after you get off the phone with me, right? Yes, sir. So, yeah. So, that's cool that you came on this show before you go meet with the owner, too. That's really cool. So, thank you for that. Um, I'm just I'm curious. Are you at all overwhelmed with this? Honestly, I'm not. You know, I'm more so excited about the whole thing, you know, and I'm definitely thankful. You know, I don't, I don't think I'm overwhelmed because, you know, I'm here for a reason. You know, I, I put the work in and I got blessed enough to have this opportunity. So I'm ready to dive into it. I'm not overwhelmed at all. What does uh, Shane Steichen expect out of you? Obviously, work category, a great deal. But what is his vision of you as a player? And knowing that we watched a guy like Jalen Hurts just be terrific a year ago, is that kind of what he's thinking about you as as that quality, that multi-threat quarterback? Is that his vision for you? Yeah, he's definitely expecting me to be a dynamic quarterback and dynamic player on this team, especially uh, being a leader. But the main thing he wants from me is – that I commit to this, you know, commit to this process, commit to the time, commit to the people in the building, commit to my teammates, you know, just commit to everything, you know, not just be, you know, satisfied that I was the fourth overall pick. You know, I got to put the work in, I got to grind, I got to commit to this, and that's what he's expecting out of me. Are you a leader by example? Yes, sir, I am. How long have you had that quality? Again, you're only 20. It couldn't have been there that long. It had to just recently develop. But how long do you feel that you've had that that lead by example quality? Honestly, I feel like I've had to be like this my whole life. You know, I have a lot of siblings and, uh, and a lot of people looking up to me. So I kind of had to move a certain way and, you know, broadcast my life a certain way and move a certain way. So I can set certain examples for my siblings, you know. So I think I had this, you know, my whole life. I just had to go into it. Is uh, Anthony Richardson with us. A couple more things and I'll let you go. Um, I was struck by the letter that your brother was reading to you. Uh, certainly during the draft, we saw that last night. How, not just your brother, but how meaningful your family and to have that letter read to you, you know, in, in that fashion, going through what you're going through right now. How, how much more, even than what we saw emotionally, did that affect you? No, it definitely hit me hard, you know, because it gave me a sense of gratification that I'm, I'm doing something right for my family, you know, and it lets me know that they're proud of me, you know, regardless of what happens, you know, regardless of where I was picked, you know, regardless of where we end up, it lets me know that they're proud of me and I'm doing something right, so I just got to keep working for them. You pattern your game after anybody? I mean, obviously you have probably football heroes, football people that you followed, but you, you pattern your game after anybody or are you going to become just an original Anthony Richardson moving forward here? You know, I plan. I plan on just being myself. You know, growing up, I always looked up to Cam and Lamar. You know, but um, I feel like I can do just as just as good as them. You know, I want to be dynamic. You know, I just, I just want to be myself and try not to copy anybody, not limit limit myself. Football always your best sport. 
Oh, yes, sir. Definitely. Well, how are you in basketball? Because what's, what's your vertical, about 53 or something like that? It makes me <laughs> sick. I know that. What is it? <laughs> uh, it was a 40 and a half. I'm, I'm <laughs> decent in, in basketball. People said I was really good, but I just said I was decent. Have you won, Have you ever won a dunk contest? Oh, I've, I've won plenty. You know, that, that's all I do. I love dunking. Now you got to stop that now, though, don't you? You're done. <laughs> yes, basketball career is over right here. <laughs> well, hey, that's outstanding. I know you got to run. You better go see the owner. I'm going to get a really nasty text here in a minute if I don't let you go. Um, we'll get you. We'll get you back on whenever uh, I'm sure you get into camp. But um, you're a pleasure to talk to. Uh, really, are the one thing that I've noticed in closing from you. Uh, not many. Not many of the younger generation uh, come by uh, humbleness honestly, and and you do. And I, I think that that's a hell of a quality. You agree? Yes, sir. I, I definitely appreciate that. Yeah, that's something. That's something that uh, I think a, a maturity level that a lot of us certainly didn't have at your age. Hey, congratulations! Congratulations to your family. Go ahead and go talk to the owner. We'll do this again soon, Anthony. Uh, great to have you here in Indy. Yes, sir. Thank you. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. So from Anthony Richardson to from the athletic columnist Bob Kravitz on the Andy Moore Automotive Group hotline, I... You can't not like this kid, Bob. It's just impossible. It's impossible. He just he just has a smile and a uh, really <clears throat> excuse me a charisma about him. Um, you know, remember this is a guy who replaced uh, Tim Tebow in Florida and wore number fifteen. So, you know, I, I think that uh, what he's heading into uh, the Colts won't put too much on his plate too quick but i think he's ready for the moment and uh very uh very likable kid a kid young man um and uh you know you hope it works out for him i mean they they took a mighty swing which is uh not something that chris ballard has often done during his tenure and i, I like the fact that they're 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 swinging for defenses this is uh this could either be aaron judge or dave kingman well, even Dave Kingman had some solid moments, but I get I certainly get the analogy right there too. I, I have said that this was one hundred and ten percent Shane Steichen. Would you agree with that? Uh, I do not know the answer to that question. Uh, uh, I, I have seen that. I heard you when I was driving in to the Colts. Well, you're you're a listener to that. this show. That's awesome. Thank you. Well, you well, you like make two. Thanks. It was. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. <laughs> I I make 3. So no, it uh uh <laughs> Okay, what were we talking about? Yeah, and we're talking about 100% Steichen decision. Oh, and I, I just said yeah. this by the way. I, I did not get I did not get that sense. Uh, I I think I mean, you might be yeah. absolutely right, but I I never got that sense during the uh during the process. Um, you know, I I think that Steichen was clearly enthused about the possibility of working with somebody who gives him the same kind of optionality as Jalen Hurts, who he had in Philadelphia. I mean, this is the way the quarterback position 
is evolving in uh, in the NFL. Um, you don't have too many guys anymore who sit in the pocket and, and pick you apart like Peyton, Brady, and uh, Rivers and guys like that. And in the new NFL, you need guys who can scoot. You need guys who are physical. And, you know, uh, you, you got to figure he's going to be durable. I mean, he's 6'4", 245 pounds, something like that. So, um, yeah, I mean, it was a good, good first impression. Uh, you know, I'll tell you a thing that I really like, uh, John, is he's moving his family and some of his friends up to Indianapolis from Florida. And that's something that Benedict Matherin did. He moved his sister uh, up to Indianapolis or down to Indianapolis from uh, Montreal. And I think that, you know, when your life is going to change as dramatically as his is, it's good to have your family around and available and, you know, here to keep you grounded. No, I don't think that's a bad thing either. It's Bob Kravitz of The Athletic with his via the Andy Moore Automotive Group hotline. So he's 20 still, and he's incredibly right. inexperienced for a, first, a fourth overall selection and the, the long-term future of your football team. How much do you think, if at all, Jim Ursay had to be talked into that aspect? You know, I, I think I think Jim wanted to take a big swing, too. I, I really do. I, I don't know. I, I haven't talked to him uh, prior to the draft, except when he was available to, to all the media. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't think he wanted to play it safe. And I think Will Levis, uh, whatever's going on with him and his fall in the first round, I do think that, uh, that Jim has is, is had enough. Uh, of this whole thing. And look, this is boomer bust, you know, and, and I, I just don't see this guy being a meh quarterback. I, I, I kind of feel like he's either going to blow up in a wonderful way, or he's just not going to figure it out. Um, you know, you think, yeah, I, you know, I mentioned uh, Josh Allen um, the other day, you know, that he was another guy who had the low completion percentage, but he threw several hundred more passes at Wyoming than this guy did at Florida. So, you know, you're looking at a guy who's thrown 300-some passes in his college career. He is raw as raw can be. Uh, I think if you're expecting him to make any kind of impact next year, uh, you're going to be disappointed. But, you know, at some some point you want him to play and, you know, know, and and at least get his feet wet and start to figure out what it's going to take to be a National Football League quarterback. So Bob Kravitz of the Athletic. He's on the Andy Moore Automotive Group hotline. I, to me, you just look at it as you know. Obviously, Ballard knows. I've said three years. I think you agree with me on that. Unless there's yeah, just yeah, an yeah. absolute disaster, three years. Steichen has six years. So, I mean, when you draw that conclusion, it makes sense if you want to go longer term. I, I've just expressed this, Bob, and I, I thought what the Pacers did uh, for the moment. This past year when Rick Carlisle told me and the fans on this show in October that, hey, you know what, exercise some patience because this is not going to be good. And then in December, they were over-delivering. You know, yeah. and they gave everybody hope, a little bit of inspiration and some juice to watch and to care. I think that that's what this team is going to need to do in this yeah, first manage, year. Man, manage yeah. expectations. I right. think that's – and I thought that uh, Ballard – did that last night where when he said he sounded like Dennis Screen, but he said, you know, don't crown him just yet. And I, I think anybody who's 
got you know got a functioning brain knows that you know he's he's going to be 21 I think uh, next month and it's you know he doesn't like being called a project but that's what he is he's a project I mean the NFL there's not much history of guys going in the top four having played 13 college football games or started 13 college football games. I mean, we just don't see this in this league. So uh, I just think people need to be uh, aware that it's going to take uh, longer than they probably would like, but next year is going to be next year. I I don't expect much of anything. Um, You know, maybe if they're a good defensive team and they can run the ball. And, And I do think if he does play, and I think there's an argument to be made for him playing. Um, he can run. I mean, my God, he's a great runner. Uh, he ran. I think he had, what, three or four 60-yard-plus runs for touchdown last year. So that gives him a little higher floor. You know, even if he's not totally up to, up to date on the passing game, he can still run. Yeah, he mentioned to me, too, and I, I said, hey, I'm sure you have, you know, heroes, football guys you wanted to model yourself after in the past. Uh, he said, I, you know, I just kind of want to be one of one here. I'm going to be original. And, and there's there's a great deal of respect out of that. Again, the first thing that, that occurs to me, and I, I hope – I hope that he's able to hold on to that. It really does remind me to a degree of Tyrese Halliburton and just how humble and enjoyable and engaging a conversation he is. That's what I got in the six or seven minutes just a moment ago when I had him here. Yeah, yeah, and he he was the same way with us. He said, (laughs) it's funny, he's introducing himself, and he says, and I'm Anthony Richardson, and that's that. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. That's that. No, he he seems, look, I, I've been doing this a long time. You've been doing it a long time. Of course, I'm ancient, so I've been doing it longer. <laughs> and everybody comes off really well in their introductory press conference. Right. What happens when the struggles come? You know, I, I did that story with Peyton Manning and Ryan Leaf. Ryan Leaf was beloved by the San Diego folks until he went off on Jay Posner in the locker room and started to act, act out and act up. So... Um, you know, let's not get too caught up in the the initial yep. uh, impressions that we have. But he does seem like a very nice, you know, guy, a nice kid who I think would uh, would resonate well here in Indianapolis. All right, they got uh, round two and round three coming up here at seven o'clock, thirty-five and seventy-nine to be exact. Here, I say, and I always say it: uh, wide receiver and yes. cornerback. Would you agree? Yes, I would agree. Go get yourself a a right guard later on in the draft. Let's do that on Saturday. Um, I would agree completely, whether it's uh, wide receiver. I'll tell you another area that I'm interested in. I don't know off the top of my head who's available. I think Mayer is. But there's a lot. This is a very good tight ends draft. Um, I don't say that because I've done all the research. I say it because Ballard said it the other day. A lot of tight ends. This team needs a tight end who can be a playmaker, and they don't have that right now. Uh, they got, a, again, a couple of guys who are projects who may be good down the road, but I don't see anybody who's who's, who's a, a game changer right now. So uh, it wouldn't break my heart if they went in that direction either, but they definitely got to get some weaponry in here. Was, um, was, was there a reason other than just joking around for that Jim Mercy tweet a couple of hours ago? 
I did not see it. What, what did he say? Where he asked the question to Colts fans if they should trade or if they should draft Will Levis at 35 and have like a Montana Young situation here. Oh, that's funny. Uh, actually, Michael <laughs> David uh, Smith from Pro Football Talk just said, boy, wouldn't it be interesting if they went out and got Will Levis? And I responded with, you know, I thought about it last night for a few minutes and then I sobered up. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. it, I mean it, it's intriguing, but it's not something that uh, – I mean, this is a team – well, you know, like everybody, but this is a team after a four-win four season that clearly needs a lot of help in a lot of places. So uh, I don't think – if you if you have uh, conviction about Anthony Richardson and the fact you picked him fourth suggests that you did, um, then I think you got to fill out the roster in, in other positions and not worry about – um, making headlines. I just I assumed it it was a joke because it, with Montana and Young, that was bridging the gap of eras it at that position. It wasn't two guys at the same time. Yeah, that um, yeah, that uh, doesn't it, make a lot of sense. It, it, Jim Jim's got a lot of free time. I, <laughs> I I'm told that really rich people yeah. um, have a lot of free time Man. because all the stuff that they got to do, people do it for them. Where, where do I where do I sign up to be a rich person? Where do I sign up for that? Well, maybe when I retire, I'll, I'll, I'll have time to do stuff. And act in, act no, in westerns it's, it's, and stuff, and have your band and bring in the REM guys and yeah. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So I, I will say this: it would surprise me if later that they may go, you know, some kind of late choice Steichen interest quarterback type of thing. That would that wouldn't surprise me. But uh, yeah, I mean, early right, right on, now, yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, right now, yeah. I mean, if they go, you know, six round pick and you know try to catch Purdy in a light in, in a bottle, a Purdy Lightning in a bottle, then yeah, sure, why not? I mean, you know, uh, uh, what's his face? Foles isn't going to be here. Um, you got Ellinger and God knows who else. So yeah, I uh, I would I wouldn't have a problem with getting a, a young guy in here, but uh, yeah, it's not a priority. And look, I, I, honestly, I, I don't like wasting picks even later picks on quarterbacks who, who have no chance. I mean, you know, Jacob Eason, for God's sake, you know, Ellinger. I mean, how many good players come out of the fifth round? I could think of one, Robert Mathis. I think he was a fifth rounder. So, yeah. you know, yeah, take your chances with guys in other positions. Does it at all concern you? Know, I know this is the direction with the uh, the multitasking of the quarterback being that type of threat, but does it concern you, uh, a quarterback taking that many hits? It, it's great when it works, but we, we saw it with, with Luck. There was a point in time where that was his signature extension of the plays, and then it became a, a huge detriment that obviously ended his career way early. Is that a concern of yours at all with well, Richardson? Well, yeah, yeah. He's six four, two forty four. You know, if it was Bryce Young or somebody who is a you know a smaller dude, um, yeah, it would be a concern. I, I guess it always is with a running quarter. You know, with a quarterback who runs. I don't want to say a running sure. quarterback, but a quarterback who runs. Um, you know, you've seen Lamar Jackson uh, get hurt the last couple of years. There are certain guys in this league. I mean, how often do you see Mahomes take a real bad shot? There are just some guys who know how to avoid that kind of tough contact. So you hope this this guy uh, can figure that out. Uh, you know, Andrew, you know, part of the reason Andrew uh, suffered the fate that he did was on him. He just refused 
to play like a quarterback and insisted on playing like a linebacker. And some of it was on him. Some of it was on Grixon. Some of it was on the O line. But uh, no, I, I I worry about it. But at six four two forty four, I'm not as worried about it as I might be otherwise. So Bob Kravitz of the Athletic on the Andy Moore Automotive Group Potline. So you have the latest on that selection last night on the draft, and you also have that piece regarding the Manning Leaf draft and uh, Bill Polian's a part of that too, right? Did you guys have a nice yes. chat? We did. We we did have a nice chat. Um, you know, uh, I had great conversations with uh, with Peyton and with uh, Ryan Leaf. Ryan Leaf is a dude. I'm telling yeah. you, he is a really – Really cool guy. I've gotten to know him. He came through Indianapolis to give a speech about five years, I think one or two uh, jobs ago for me. And uh, I, I really, I really got him, you know, I mean, maybe I just like guys who are a little screwed up, but I I thought that I, you know, I, I, I thought that he had his head on right. And he's been through the worst of the worst and, I told the man write a book. His his life and times is definitely worth a book. But I would suggest that you uh, read the, that story in the Athletic and subscribe and uh, make sure I stay employed for many years to come. I um I saw earlier this week where he went on Dan Patrick and said something that uh, Jim Irsay found yeah. untrue about a particular right. scenario on that well, draft. Right. What what happened was. Uh, he said um, that Ursay, uh, up until the last weeks, uh, was still thinking maybe go the Leaf direction instead of Manning. And so Jim then called, I think he called Stephen Holder from ESPN and said, that's a lie, that's not true, we were in on Peyton early, yada, yada, yada. And so then Ryan said, <laughs> he texted me, he said, I got receipts. And on his show, um, he then played audio of Jim on the Dan, on, I think the Dan Patrick show, or some show, saying exactly that he was really he w- he was back and forth on Peyton and Leaf until the last uh, weeks and days uh, leading up to the draft. So I think Ryan got the last word there. Ah, yeah, because I, I mean, that's, I think that's one reason why Jim got in contact with one of those uh, two in the morning calls to Stephen Holder last week. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's that's the whole story behind that. Yeah. So. I'm just glad it wasn't me at 2 o'clock. Hey, well, it has been before. You've got experience in that category, I know. Indeed, so. in, indeed I do. <laughs> All right, buddy, it's a pleasure. We'll read those things All and right, get man. back with you soon. All right, sounds good. Be well.